Let's face it, not everyone learns in front of an instructor. Some people learn very well on their own. Others may learn by discussing the PEMBOK guide with a trainer or coach. Others may learn by watching videos. If that sounds like you in any one of those instances, you need to go on down to praiseon.com. P-R-A-I-Z-I-O-N.com. We provide solutions for all modes of learning. Go on down and see what we have in store. Let's get back into the show. my fellow project managers today we're going to talk about the agile manifesto and in this episode we'll be talking about the values there are four values in the agile manifesto i'm going to abbreviate them really quick and then we'll go into them in more detail let's first of all talk about what is on the left before talking about what is on the right. We have individuals and interactions. We have working software, customer collaboration, and responding to change. I know lots of people want to get this down into their heads and it's okay you'll find out that on the exam it'll all come back to you if you know it really well but for those who are looking for some sort of mnemonic think about it like this i want changing requirements because I know a lot of you want to keep this in your memory okay so just think of I want changing requirements IWCR individuals and interactions over processes and tools working software over comprehensive documentation customer collaboration over contract negotiation and the last one is responding to change over following a plan you get the idea once you get this key down you should be able to recall what is on this side right yes 
and less. Yes to this, less focus to these things, okay? And that's why the manifesto says, that is while there's value in the items on the right, we value the items on the left more. All right, so just remember, yes to the left, less to the right, okay? Now, let's talk about these one by one because on the surface, the items in the Agile Manifesto, if you take them literally, you could run into trouble understanding what it really means and we don't want you misapplying the Manifesto. So the Agile Manifesto, again, is by far one of the most important ingredients when it comes to Agile success. And the reason is because the Agile Manifesto is all about think, okay? The Agile Manifesto doesn't define how we do Agile. It is not a cookbook. For Agile. It doesn't tell you how to program or how to test. What it is, is a set of values and principles that help govern how we think, how we act, behavior. That is what the Agile Manifesto is all about. Now, some of you are familiar with the book that we refer to for the PMP exam over and above the Agile piece, talking about the PMBOK guide, the project management body of knowledge. You know, it's 756 pages. It's huge. Now, the intent with the PMBOK guide is to describe every situation, every tool at your disposal, almost everything under the sun can be put into that little box called a PMBOK guide, right? You call it a project, we got a tool for it. Yeah, we're used to seeing things that big. Every situation, every tool. Now in Agile, we do not have that and we don't want that. In the world of Agile, we're not talking about rigidity. No, we want to be fluid. We want to be flexible. We want to be dynamic. Why? Because Agile should consistently be about evolution. We want to evolve. That should be our end game, evolution. We need that flexibility and we expect that Agile will be different based on the organization you're in. So it will be a poor choice to say, because organization X does it this way, then organization Y needs to do it exactly like it. No, 
if you're thinking agile, you very well can expect changes and differences in application. Okay. Now that might scare some people that there isn't consistency or a lot of consistency, but still we also recognize the different contexts. Different people means you need to do things differently. Right? Organizations differ. So let's describe the reason why we have the manifesto. Why do we have the Agile Manifesto? It is to make us better when it comes to decision-making. Since we don't have something that explains every single thing that you're going to do in Agile, you need and of course you're going to run into opportunities where you say you know what we're thinking about making this change to our process is it a good decision based on the agile manifesto you're going to be able to say yes or less we want to do less of this this we want to do more of if it aligns with the yes the answer is, if it aligns with a yes, then the answer is do. If it aligns with a less, then the answer is do not execute. It's that simple. And that is why when I see certain frameworks, names withheld, but you know what I'm talking about. Some of these frameworks supposedly used for scaling agile are extremely poor. They do not espouse the yes. They espouse the less. A lot of documentation, a lot of hoops and jumps, a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of just needless, needless, tedious process. That's not agile. So use your intuition and use your understanding of the manifesto. And that's why we have the manifesto. So I'm gonna give you a few schematics so that this can stick. I am a huge believer in the Agile Manifesto being applied not just to Agile projects or Agile software development. I am a huge believer in this being used in any organization where progress is sought, right? So let's start off. I'm going to give you some schematics. I'm going to give you some imagery to help this stick. I, I really want it to stick for you. And I want you to absolutely internalize it. And for me, it's been a journey. It, it hasn't been a one day thing. It's been a very, very long journey, you know, at least a decade for this to actually stick the way it has for me. So let's start off with the very first one. Individuals. When we talk about individuals, we talk about humans. Think about that for a second. The reason why we do what we do is because of the humans. Individuals. 
We don't use the word individuals for inanimate objects, do we? It's for humans. When we talk about individuals, these are the people either involved in creating the value or the people involved in absorbing and enjoying the value. See? So the first value is we, as an agile-oriented team, as an agile-oriented organization, we value individuals and interactions. I want you to really let this digest. Individuals and interactions. Two different components acting as one. In order to interact, you must have an assembly of individuals. Individuals and interactions over processes and tools. As I said earlier, I'm going to give you a robust schematic so that it sticks for those of you who are new to it. And you can play this sometimes too because I might be speaking intentionally slow. Okay, so speed this up times two times 1.75 as you see fit. So this is individuals and interactions over these things. Processes. And tools. Put a little line in the middle so that we remember the items on the left that is the yes okay so there are many methods we follow in the world of agile don't get this twisted we're not saying that methods and tools shouldn't be appreciated there are tons of tools that we make use of right you'll likely have some agile lifecycle management tool if you don't already have one. There are tons of them out there. These are all tools we make use of, right? The likes of Confluence and Jira and Trillo and what have you. I mean, even now, Microsoft is getting with the program in MS Project and beginning to make it have that agile capability, if you so desire. So we're not saying that tools are bad. Absolutely not. We value them. But what we're saying here is that what is more important are the people doing the work and the people who need the value and how they interact with each other. When we talk about these individuals, I want you to think about, first of all, think about the team and think about business people. Think about that for a second. When you see the team and business people, what should come to your mind is without these individuals and the interactions from them, 
there's no way you'll get to success on this project. Think about it this way. If you had a choice between a great team and a mediocre process and tools, or great tools and a mediocre team, you'd likely choose the great team every time. Why? Because the great team will find their way past mediocre processes and tools. They'll get the job done regardless of the things. You know, they often say a poor workman blames his tools. Well, in the same token, a poor team will blame the processes and the tools. So a great team will get it done. You'll always choose that great team, and you should. So we value, and we want to make that front and center, that the people doing the work and how they relate to each other and how they collaborate is far more important than the process they follow. Too many people getting bent out of shape regarding, oh, it's Scrum. No, Kanban is better. No, it should be Scrumban. No, no, no. Forget all that. Let's just go XP. Those discussions are secondary. What is primary is the team and their synergy, okay? Those processes and tools are there to help the team, to help the individual and to help the interactions, not the other way around, okay? So that's the very first of four in the Agile Manifesto. Individuals and interactions over processes and tools. In our next episode, we're going to talk about the second Agile Manifesto value.